Hello and welcome to another edition of Interview with DJ Nocturna. If you're watching on my YouTube channel, please like, subscribe, and share and comment if you like this interview. Well, my, my guest, I, I'm truly honored to have him on the show. He is a, he's definitely a true legend, uh, the lead vocalist, songwriter, artist, performer, and a founding member of the legendary Pink Dots. I have Edwards Capel. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for joining me. Such an honor to have you. Like I said, you know, truly legendary. <laughs> <laughs> they, they say, um, you know, well, what you name yourself is what you become. Yeah, well, it was a joke originally, <laughs> of course. But, uh, you know, it's like, I think you, you sort of basically kind of get there just simply by never, never stopping, never giving up. But, uh, yeah, legendary, is, in a way, for me, it's still a joke. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I know that, um, you know, ironically, right, I, I put this shirt on without even thinking about, you know, but it's pink. So <laughs> I just, this morning I woke up, oh, well, I'm wearing pink. Oh, that's, um, you know, I, I, I know you mentioned it's a joke, but can you, for the audience who's listening now, they may, they may wonder, like, what where you got, where did that, you name yourself? How did that come about? Uh, we, we had rather humble beginnings. We used to play in this squatted house in East London. <clears throat> And there was an old piano, which was like really quite out of tune. And so it had like blobs of pink nail varnish on the keys, which someone had probably put there in like 1910 or something like that. And sounded all together. They made this actually kind of pleasing chord, mm -hmm. you know, a little abstract, but, you know, that we like abstract. And um, basically people, we, we talked about it, like, like, why did they do it? You know, sort of like, and then eventually it was like, became those legendary pink dots on the piano keys and then you know some bright spark had the idea well actually that's not a bad name for the band actually and it stuck don't still don't remember who christened the band but yeah no it's a great name i mean it really does stand out in so many ways and like i said it's like this name you it's called aptronym i believe you would name yourself you become that name and i truly believe in those things i really do and you're a testament of that. Um, you know, you've made, wow, what, you've been around for how many decades? Four decades? I, I don't even know. It's over yeah. 40 albums. Over 40. Oh, uh, oh, more, more than that. <laughs> totally more, yeah. I don't even, I can't even. <laughs> this interview may not do it justice because there's so much to talk about. And uh, uh, where to begin? I, I was even thinking, where do I start? You know, but just to, just to amazement, I where do you get, I mean, where do you think that um, that fire comes from for you to keep creating music? And this is not just from the band itself, the legendary Pink Dots, but it's also your other projects, your solo work and your collaborations. I mean, it's, it's just something you, you always have this feeling there's somewhere else to go. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's a bit like the grass must be greener on the other side of that sort of like line that only you can see. And so you're you're constantly trying to cross it. I mean, I actually record or work on music every day. Um, I just stopped for this interview, in fact, and it was it was it was a good day today. It's like oh, I, you know, not every day is a good day. I must say, some 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 days it's like really bleak, but today some somehow the stars were aligned and things happened, and it's just like I like days like that when that happens. You know, I was I was reading. Um... Uh, I don't know where I heard this, but, uh, you know, somebody called you, um, and, and I'm sure many people do, your, your music, Cosmic Psychedelia. 
Do you? Do That's you reasonable. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. The psychedelia, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you know, well, why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. I know you. You just reference the stars and everything like that. Do you? Do you believe in synchronicities and um, astrology? Kind of, you know, just stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I must admit, it's like um, I do seem to tick all the boxes for my own personal sign. Yeah, um, you are. That, You're Aquarius, aren't you? I'm Aquarius. Yeah. Yeah, and I I can totally see the Aquarius in you coming out because uh, they are really um exciting. They're they're the genius and the zodiac sign. I mean, they're they're very freedom oriented, and that's really truly you. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I hate rules. I hate authority. You know, <laughs> I, you know. Yeah. Years and years ago, I tried regular jobs and so on, and I was a disaster because I, you know, the freedom just wasn't there. I mean, I can understand it, but, you know, it just clearly wasn't going to be my destiny, not long-term. Yeah, they, they, they truly are. Um, I mean, they, they're, they're sudden, you know, I mean, they just come out with, uh, they're like, they rule electricity too. So I, I can totally see the music and how your collaboration have um, expanded through so many years and decades because they really are, uh, Con- you know they they will continue on. They're very powerful in in that way. You know Aquarius, the Uranus. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, you know I I know you, you mentioned your you you come from humble beginnings and I yeah uh, it goes way back to the eighties and uh, with you know when everything was in cassette tapes back then, and I know I know now we're like now when we're in CDs we're in digital. I mean, how do you? I I know your music. I don't know if those albums are still available on cassette. I, I know you released something recently, right, on cassette. I, I yeah, it, it, suddenly there's this revival with cassettes. So like lots yeah. of people are coming to me saying, wanting to release a cassette. And it's like, well, <laughs> like, why not? You know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I like it. Uh, you know, and, and each cassette seems to do better than the last one. But, you know, it seems kind of odd. But, you know, it's... um. Basically, vinyl is the holy grail, but vinyl is very hard to actually produce these days. I mean, we still do it, but there, there, there are waits of a year and sometimes longer for a vinyl release to come out. But a cassette can be just um, made within a couple of weeks, basically. And a lot of people are asking, so I, I pretty much always say yes. Yeah, and I, I saw there was something that you just that was just recently released on, on cassette. I saw that on the. There was a couple of there, uh, like uh, our friend in Denver, Johnny. He released a box set of solo cassettes. Yeah. So I'd actually been making like an album a month uh, over the last about the last year, almost. Um, not every month, but close. And uh, Johnny basically wanted to bring them, bring them out as little cassette box sets. So there have been two collections of four cassettes, and. Um, beautifully represented so i just put them online and i know I move I, on. <laughs> yeah i saw that i mean i i'm, I'm so i'm so glad that you have an, an, an incredible website for the legendary pink dots um um it's very updated and that's oh uh, that's camille she's great i know she really looks after us i know if somebody want to check that out it's, a, it's called the legendary pink dots.org which is um, just everything in there. I mean, you want to know because there's so much to know about the about the band and, and yourself and 
because you know like i said you spent it's like four four or five decades of music um I don't know, five decades but four four, four yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it truly is uh, amazing now i know your collaborations you have many and of course you're with the tear garden as well um but one of the collaborations you have is with um you know the amazing Amanda Palmer. You collaborated with her on um, on a very special album, and I, I and I get the sense that you have a, a special connection with her. You know, she. Oh she's man, a- absolutely, yeah. Like, we we go back years and years, but uh, she she actually came to a show of ours for the first time, I think, in nineteen ninety five, I believe it was, and we've been friends ever since, and. Um, I really like what she does. I really enjoy her music. And we always, we talked about a collaboration for actually years and years. And then eventually it actually happened. It was, it was tremendous fun. And it was like, um, it was, it was great for me because I, I gave up a lot of, you know, the control that I usually have in, in the, I would write lyrics together with her. And, and it was it was brilliant. We just pass a piece of paper across the table, or sometimes we would email the lyrics to each other across the room <laughs> while we're actually talking about it at the same time. But but I'm very proud of the record. Yeah, that, it's called "I Can Spin a Rainbow." And how did that title come about? Because you know, like I said, you know, I live in the rainbow state. <laughs> this thought, yeah. It was, yeah, I can't I can't actually remember. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was to do with an Apple computer when it, when it stalls and you have that oh. spinning rainbow ball. Because <laughs> the original cover was going to sort of like like a one of those balls on the end of a fingertip. But, uh, you know, we, we actually um, went, went for, I think, a much better cover in the end. But uh, I think I think it may well have come from that sort of like the, the like a glitch in time, basically. Yeah, because I, I I know she she's a you know she's a big fan of of the Pink Dots and um, she's always had this passion for the for the music and so uh, it's just it's just wonderful that you would you be would you guys be collaborating again in another album in the future? You, um, who knows? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Amanda's in New Zealand right now. <laughs> she got stuck there because of the pandemic, and yeah. she's still <laughs> back. <laughs> but you know we. we we, we're in, in touch all the time, basically. Yeah. Now, I, I know you have uh, other other names. You you yeah you know. Um, to tell us about that. How, how did that come about? I just I mean it's just humor, really. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just humor. Like like nice to keep people guessing. Yeah. No, it's great. Now I I know you have another collaboration with uh, Stephen Stapleton of uh, Nurse with Wound. How did that? How did you guys get together? And you know he that's another amazing artist. Oh, Steve! Uh, I I mean he's an, again an old friend from like back in the in the eighties. I always loved everything Steve has done. Still do. Yeah, I think yeah. he's just one of the most unique, brilliant people on the planet. I know uh, he did a lot of things with wood. He's an artist as well. Oh, he's he's, he's yeah. fantastic. Everything you know, he's a great painter. He's mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he just has this sense with sound and how to put sound together to make something so special. And you know, he it just you know, I have tremendous admiration. 
and he's just a thoroughly nice nice person too so. yeah I, I know the album you guys collaborated is called the man who floated away uh, uh-huh. i think that's the same time that uh you collaborated with amanda is that the same i forget already it's i think it's in 2017 yeah could be around that time yeah but the amanda collaboration was in, in a year earlier um oh, oh yeah yeah because the album took a while to come out uh but we because we toured it into 2017 but you know, it'll surely be in a, a proper whole album with Steve one of the because we talked about it quite a lot. We just gotta be disciplined and get it together, really. Yeah, it's, it's so wonderful. And then with the Tear Garden uh, with Kevin, I mean, that's another amazing project. Um, and I know you you're gonna continue to make more music together. Oh, we're we're talking about it right now. So. It's, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Any, anything you want to share, or still kind of? No, it's just the first. You know the the idea that sort of like uh, pops up in a in a message like we really need to do something new. This is like, yeah, why not? Yeah, it's good good plan, and so it's gonna absolutely happen. <laughs> now, the, the the last time that you were on tour, I, I'm not uh, I'm not sure if this was uh, the case, but I think it was right right in the in the middle of the the beginning of the pandemic. Um, is that right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that was like, you know, th- there were several bands that were doing that at the same time. I, I was I was actually at a concert in San Francisco watching um, Clan of Zymlocks when that thing was just getting blown away, like at that moment when Italy was really having that big surge. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that was like February or something like that in 2020. It was it was February the 22nd, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were sitting in I was sitting in a dressing room in Milan reading about sort of like this outbreak 60 kilometers down the highway which we just passed actually that day wow. and um within a couple of days the, the whole region was closed down uh well, of course then we by then we were in switzerland and you know our old friends would come up to us but coughing uncontrollably <laughs> which was a, a little disturbing <laughs> And then we'd, we'd get messages from people saying, ah, you know, I, I think I've got it. And it's like we just met them. And uh, oh, wow. as it went on, it just became more and more actually terrifying. Until the, fast, the last show in, in London, mm-hmm. there were like a lot of people there and a lot of uh, COVID everywhere else, actually including in London. And the place was packed. <laughs> And everybody after the show wants to hug you because they haven't seen you for like, I don't know, two or three years. Mm. And it's like, it's like, ah, oh, great. And it's just like you're, you're, you're silently praying as you do it, you know. Um, but I think I, I think I was lucky. I mean, there were odd moments when I or little phases when I thought, have I got something? And um but uh, it certainly went very wrong at the end of the year because COVID came back and it was like really quite brutal here. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was really sick for a month uh, oh. because of it. And I'm sure it was that, but there were no tests around at that time, no vaccines either. So it was, um, yeah. yeah, but, you know, I'm, 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 I'm certainly, it didn't knock me down. Uh, and I had it again just recently. Uh, 
actually the whole family did here. And, um, oh, wow. It wasn't bad. It was, it was like, basically, it was, it was like a heavy cold this time. Yeah. And gone in three days. So. Well, you know, you got that stamina going, for sure. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it shows in so many ways. And uh, um, you have this new album that's, uh, that's out right now uh, in Metropolis. Uh-huh. People want to check that out. It's called The Museum of Human Happiness. And I love that title itself to begin with. Uh, tell us about that album. Well, it, it actually is my my daughter Alice who inspired it really because she did a a kind of what was it? It was like a drawing, I think, of a, called the Museum of uh, the Museum of Happiness. And I thought, oh, that's, that's great. I like that. You know, it's like um, so I added the human in there. Because you know, some, sometimes somebody can say something to you, and immediately, like flashes of like all kinds of scenarios, sort of like go through your head at once. It's like you can almost hardly contain yourself because you want to capture it and represent it. And it it literally did turn into an entire album, like it's song after song about the pandemic and this museum in the future which is underground where they paint the sky and there are rumors that sort of like actually the air is breathable up there and the things like and it's like it just it was like the launch pad like Alice's little drawing was the launch pad of the whole thing and um, it, it, we, because it was the pandemic and because there was so it was such a strange time there was a lot of time to to really work on the music as well, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife she's she's really great. She really encourages me and sort of gets behind mm-hmm. me to sort of like just work. I I can I can tell music. that there's I I know yeah. that uh, there was some big influence behind that. I and I had a feeling. Yeah, so it, it really was an album that it literally caught caught fire. I mean. I know everybody probably says that, but I honestly believe that after all these masses of music, I think it's our best. I know it totally is. I, I don't like always it. say that, but this one, I honestly think it might be just about our best. I know when I first heard it, I'm like, wow, I, I need to do an interview. So a big shout out to Ethan Marolis. Uh, I said, I, I got to reach out to Ethan and let him know <laughs> do this interview with, with, with the, with the legendary himself. Um, if, if there's one thing that people don't know about you, is there something that you're really passionate about that somebody may not know other people that? Uh, I eat a lot of blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love blueberries as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Now, um, I, I even though you, you, you've also have a, um, you also have a, a solo release that just came out. Uh, oh, there's, there's several actually, <laughs> but there was one last Friday indeed. That was actually was really the kind cons- of like, the conspiracy of pylons. Oh no, there's one after that as well. Uh, the Concrete one, okay. Diaries. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, okay, and they're all EPs. Are they EPs? No, they're, EPs? no, no, the full length, full length wow. albums. Oh, I just, I just don't know how you do all that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so if somebody wanted to check that out, it's on your Bandcamp page, right? That's right, yeah. That's on a solo band campaign, Concrete Diaries. It's called Edward, uh, Edward K A, and then Dash 
spel.bandcamp.com and then the legendary pink dots also on the bet house has a bandcamp page legendary pink dots one uh, dot bandcamp.com um so is there anything else um that you're planning on doing in the next you know the, down the road like we are we are planning a, like finally we're going to get on the road again we hope at the end yeah. of the year because yeah, it we're just we're just a couple of days away from announcing the american tour oh so, so that's um okay. we're, we're, we're just waiting for the right day i think i think i think the eighth was the day when we decided we were going to do it and um it's planned for october and november oh, and it's really it's, oh, okay it's, it's a long tour it's, it's like really quite a serious tour oh the, that's the pink dots that's the pink dots yeah oh wow okay so that's like in the end of the year this year yeah oh yeah. okay this year. I, i saw there's a european tour next year I know that's something. That's right. Yeah, and that one is going to be um, starting on uh, Febu- uh, February in Amsterdam, all the way to France. Oh yeah, yes. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll probably play quite a lot next year. There's uh, another show being added in Greece. Uh, there's a show in Israel. Um, I'm, I'm hoping we'll get to like Scandinavia and Poland as well. So it's um, it should work out. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. You're releasing the new album, of course. I mean, the album's released, but that's uh, that's a tour. Is that that? What is the tour called for the U.S.? I have actually no idea. Uh, okay. I hadn't really thought of a type of name for I'm it. Excited about that. <laughs> we'll probably come up with it. So you, you know your name, um, Scapel. Is that? Scapel. Yeah. Is is yeah. that is that your your true name? No, no, and okay, it's, okay. it's actually it's an adaptation of my mum's maiden name. Uh, oh, okay. So I I kind of always liked it, and we regretted that I didn't actually have that name, especially as I had no connection with my father anyway. So like it was like um, it it just felt like the right name to go for. Yeah, I mean it's a very enigmatic kind of. I mean, it totally matches you and your music. I think. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that's that's really wonderful. Wow, so you know, I'm really looking forward to uh to the tour. I didn't realize you're going to be touring at the end of the year. And uh, will you be going to California as well? Should be, yeah. Uh, oh, we always yeah. do. So there's certainly going to be a show in San Francisco and LA. Um, oh, yeah, probably just those two. Um, because we always do, you know, skate down the West Coast, Seattle, Portland, you know, down to the bottom, and then across the Phoenix. Yeah, I, I need to catch. I need to definitely catch one of your shows because I never, I've never been able to. I mean, I live all the way down in Hawaii. <laughs> It's always so difficult, you know, to uh, catch a. I mean, I have to fly somewhere. That's uh, a long way, Hawaii, <laughs> from like yeah, I mean, Asia, really, really. Yeah, I mean, is, is there a place that you would like to uh, to visit if, if you if you or play if you could like in uh, I know. Well, like- Hawaii. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love to play in Japan one day. Uh, we, we never got to Japan, and the place fascinates me. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I'd like to get to Australia one day, but again, you know, somebody's got to ask first. I know it's really far. Yeah, if there's anybody out there, promoters in Australia and Japan, and uh, you know, you, you never know about Hawaii. That's a possibility. I mean, anything, I mean, I, I notice you manifest what what you what you want, and it happens. 
So <laughs> didn't Skinny Puppy, did they go to Hawaii? I know they were talking about it for a while, but I can't remember if they actually did it or not. You know, I, I have I have memories of that. I, um, gosh. No, I don't think so. Um, Kevin, right? Um, yeah, yeah. He, he was talking about it with me. But yeah, I you know, I, I, think, I, think, I think that was me that kind of bring that, brought that up some, at one point. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's wonderful. So um, do you have any, uh, any other, what um, you want to mention? Any other um, releases or anything like that? Because I know you always come up with different things. Oh, in a way. Yes, it's, it's a bit hard for me to think of it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just sort of like so in the mode of creating that sort of like when you finish something, you immediately move on to the next. <laughs> you know, I, I would like people to hear the Concrete Diaries, I must admit, because that, that that's really one of my best solos, I feel. Well, it's quite dark, but it's um, but it felt like a good one. You know, yeah. so. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, it's, it's a lot basically influenced by the war that's going on, which really is totally, mm. it's, it's, it's devastating, to be honest, too. especially, you know, resonates with me because, you know, my wife is Russian. She sort of like has Ukrainian friends. She has Russian friends. She hates what's happening. You know, and she basically has the feeling she lost her country. And it's so like it's 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 really a very sad time for us. But I had to write about it, you know, because obviously we talk about it a lot. And and that's actually available if you if you go on their website, legendarypinkdots.org, and it's all there's a, a link there to your down to your uh, Bandcamp page. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. It's called the Concrete Diaries. If, if people want to check that out, wow. And then I know you also collaborated with, uh, it's called a Ripple on the Richter Scale. That's another collaboration, right? Oh, yeah, that's good. With Michelle from Chile. Yeah. Very, very pleased with that one, too. That's, that's beautiful it. piano that's playing from Michelle there, I must say. Yeah. Okay. Wow. We're looking forward to all of this. And, and of course, your, your latest album that's available. Um, the Museum of uh, Human Happiness, which is a uh, yeah, it's, you're you're definitely right. It's one of the best, um, even not the one of the, my, one of my favorites. And thank you, thank you for putting that out. Ah, <laughs> thank you. Okay, well, if anybody wanted to check out the you know the music, it's also on the uh, you know um, Metropolis Metropolis Records. Yes, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, for joining me and being on the show. Ah, thank you. <laughs> nice <Okay>. to meet you. <laughs>